Welcome back in, everybody. Sports Daily. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Caster, Jad Chambers producing for us. Happy to welcome in now Mike Golick. You heard him for years right here on KFH. Uh, you hear him now on Westwood One calls all over the place. Mike, we really appreciate it. How are you today? Doing well. Doing well. Getting ready for hopefully a very exciting couple of games of football. Yeah, we got some snack food talk coming for you in just a little bit. Let's start with the football games. We were talking earlier in the show and, you know, I, I think most people had five teams with a chance to be in this spot. Four of them are there. And and it feels like as much as any year in recent memory, there's a pretty easy case to make that any four of these teams could be a Super Bowl champion. And that has this as a pretty unpredictable weekend. Yeah, I mean, it's what we hope for. It's what we certainly hope for in college, right? Every time we start to get down to the end, we're like, can any of the other teams outside of Georgia and Ohio State and Alabama, you know, throw so Clemson in there occasionally? Can we get more teams, you know, to, to have a shot? And you're right. I mean, it, it, it won't – I don't think it will surprise anybody on Monday if you talk about any combination we could get in the Super Bowl that we would be surprised. I mean, point spreads even say the same thing of how close these games are. And I think that fifth team you're probably talking about is Buffalo – which, you know, had their chance at home and couldn't get it done against Cincinnati. So tip your cap to the Bengals for that. But I agree with you. Any matchup here I think is going to be a good matchup. Mike, zeroing in on the AFC Championship game and, and the Chiefs and the Bengals, of course, we know what Joe Burrow and the Bengals have done to Kansas City in the last calendar year, beating them all three times that they matched up. Of course, this game is back at Arrowhead with a, a, a chance to go to the Super Bowl on the line. Uh, wh- I'm having a hard time exactly figuring out which direction I think this game is going to go because it could literally go either way. Uh, your 30,000-foot your view of this matchup, what are you looking forward to this weekend for that game? Well, I, I think right off the bat, people are going to expect you know, a shootout, high 20s. I know the game was 27-24, I think, in the regular season, but at least that, if not more, that's what we expect. But then let's see what we get. Let's see if the defenses stand on their heads a little bit. Both defenses are good. They're not great. You know, they have some excellent players. I mean, Chris Jones is one of the more intimidating players there is uh, yeah. in the league with his size and what he does in the interior of the line. But these teams are, are, are both these teams are built more around their offense. The NFC those teams are more balanced than these AFC teams. These teams are built around the offense. So you expect there to be some scoring. A lot of it is going to be where you have no idea about the mobility of Pat Mahomes until he gets out there. We see him walking and jumping and all that. But when he has to make a move, when he has to move up in the pocket and break to the outside and push off that ankle or that leg, how is it going to be? How much is he going to be muted by that? So we have to wait till the game to see that. But we know both offenses – you know, have the ability to score 25, 30, 35, 40 points. So we just kind of have to see will each, uh, when each offense can get into their flow and how much the defenses can kind of throw a wrench into this thing. And I want to ask you too, Mike, Mike Golick joining us here on Sports Daily. There's a lot of locker room chatter. We've got Burrowhead. Eli Apple is always saying something. You've been in these locker rooms does that stuff matter as much as we think it does? Do guys take enough from that to make a real difference in a game? It all uh, matters until the ball gets kicked off, and then it's over. <laughs> I mean, uh, you, then then you got to concentrate on the game and the game plan. Um, and, and quite honestly, at this point, if you need extra motivation when a win puts you 
in the Super Bowl, with his, which is what every team goal is, then I, I don't know what, what I can tell you. I mean, that you shouldn't need extra motivation from this. Hey, listen, if you if you can find something to put a chip in your shoulder, we know Tom Brady's done that for years. More power to you. But I, that locker room talk really, like I said, doesn't do a whole lot once the ball is kicked off. And then it's just time to play ball and stick to your game plan. You know, it's interesting you, when you look at the AFC Championship game and you've got – you know, the, the icons currently at quarterback in the league and Patrick Mahomes and, and Joe Burrow uh, in one game. And then the other game, Jalen Hurts, who is an MVP candidate. But then the rookie, Brock Purdy, uh, for the 49ers, we were talking uh, earlier this hour about how the 49ers have kind of built their offense a little bit differently than a lot of the other teams in the league where it is so quarterback focused, but really for the 49ers, it's the other skill players. It's McCaffrey and Kittle and Ayuk and Samuel, the weapons that they have. And I think that's going to make this matchup in the NFC pretty interesting this weekend. Your thoughts on that game? Listen, I completely agree. So you have the, the five stud players. You mentioned some of them. Ayuk's had a career year. You know, Kittle is obviously phenomenal. Debo is great. You have Elijah Mitchell, who's had two stints on IR, uh, but is now back to to help out in the backfield with Christian McCaffrey. When those five are on the field, San Francisco six and zero. So that's a great number, but it also shows they haven't all been on the field that much. And I know Christian came in in the trade, so there wasn't that many games, but still, it's formidable and. The offense is based around that, to make it as easy as you can. And I don't want to take away from how Brock has played, but the whole idea, especially with a rookie quarterback, is, is make the reads easier and the decisions easier. When you have guys like that out on the field, you can do that. You know, you can go pre-snap or right at post-snap and, and see the one or two places that you're going to be able to go. They do a lot of movement uh, in pre-snap to try and figure out the coverage, which can help your quarterback. But this Philadelphia Eagles pass rush, 70 sacks in the regular season, four players with 11 or more sacks is incredible. I mean, they do a nice job on the outside with the corners and with the pass rush uh, on the inside. They're a little susceptible on the run and passes over the middle of the field, which is where certainly kill could, could uh, hurt them a lot. We'll have to wait and see, but these are such two, two built more complete teams, like I said, than the AFC and, Brock Purdy, we just keep waiting. Is he going to have this rookie game, you know, where he plays bad, but he just keeps – sometimes he starts off a little shaky, but usually finishes up pretty strong. Mike, we have you in here today, and we know uh, from all the years listening to you that you're also an expert on snacks. Now, pork rinds are – uh, which is what you're here to talk about. Pork rinds are an interesting snack, pretty pretty controversial, polarizing snack, yeah. right? You know – it, it pork rinds aren't there. It's not everybody feeling the same way about this one. You know, the good thing about it is uh, you can win some money as well. So I know everybody likes money. Uh, so it, it's basically the 14th annual pork rind appreciation day, and it falls right on the Super Bowl Sunday. So uh, it, the people at Southern Recipe Small Batch, the contests are having is great, and who it's helping is going to be great. So, real quick, go to porkrindappreciationday.com. You enter, and what you're going to do, we're kind of trading sacks for snacks. So pick the team you believe is going to get the most sacks. Each week, a randomly selected entry is going to win a case of pork rinds for every sack that team gets. Ultimately, the grand prize is five grand and a year of pork rinds. And the money, a lot of the money is going to help the gridiron grade, something that might get help start. And I'm on the board for it. I feel very strongly about I think a lot of people believe that if you played in the NFL, you have a ton of money and you're fine after football. 
Well, the guys that played decades ago, I mean, I played in the 80s and 90s, I mean, even before me, weren't making as much money, and the CBA doesn't afford them a lot of money now. So they, 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 they could be living tough right now for, for things as easy as doctor visits, dentist visits, mortgage, and gridiron greats. What we do with the assistants is we help those players. It's basically akin to my teammates on the ground, and we put our hand down to help them up off the ground, or I'm on the ground, and they help me off the ground. So that's what we're trying to do here with some of the players that played decades ago and really kind of forge what this league is right now. And and for so many of them, Mike, and, and we'll let you spend a little more time on it because it does mean so much to you, and it's a great cause. It it goes beyond to, right, just the money, some support, you know, mentally and physically for the toll the game can take on guys has got to be tremendous. Oh, without a doubt, uh, without a doubt. And, and you know, we, you go through it as you're a player, you feel like you're an invincible person. And then as you're getting older, and especially if now you're falling on some hard times, it's tough to take mentally knowing what you once were and where you are now. And a lot of guys, they don't want to ask for help because, you know, they had to get it done on the field on their own. Now they have to, you know, sometimes ask for help or someone in their support group reaches out and asks help for them. And that's really what we're there for is, is to help them. It, it's a proud uh, league, the NFL, you know, of guys who don't want to ac- accept help when they need help. And we hope that they will understand they need help and ask for it. If not, we hope somebody gets to us and let, lets us know who needs help. But it's great that, that, that people like Southern Recipe Small Batch help out with things like this where people can win things. But part of the money goes to help these football players in the Great and Great Assistance Fund. So it's all work in hand. It's a, it's a really cool thing. And I, I love helping out some of the players that played before me. Well, it's a great cause. Porkrindappreciationday.com is where you can find out more. Before we let go, Mike, Super Bowl prediction. Who's going to be playing on Super Bowl Sunday? I um, probably am leaning toward Cincinnati and Philadelphia. But just as we started this conversation, if it's San Francisco and Kansas City, it would not shock me not one bit. These are all four well-deserved teams to be in the Super Bowl. Mike Golick. NFL uh, legend, broadcaster, and personality. We appreciate it. I know a lot of folks around here were loving hearing from you again here. Uh, Enjoy the games this weekend. Enjoy the pork rinds, and let's do it again soon. All right, sounds good. Thank you. There goes Mike Golick. Tommy and I will be back. Hour number two, we'll make some football predictions and picks sure to fail when we return on Sports Daily. 